0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Smattering. I'm Jason Hall, joined by Jeff Santoro. Jeff, we are going to talk about Shopify, the former e-commerce darling. Is it the future e-commerce darling? That's the question. That is the question. It it has had a
1: round trip of a of a journey on the on the stock market. If you if you look at the chart, it it's about where it was at near the beginning of 2020. So uh, I guess my first question is. What exactly does Shopify do? I have a vague idea, but I want to have a little bit more understanding. And then maybe we can talk after that about what's happened over the past couple of years.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's good. And just again, here's that stock chart. So so I think there's a lot of investors from this point that are also trying to figure out what exactly Shopify does besides lose them money at this point. but. <laughs> let's let's so let's jump back and let's from from its founding so toby luca and the co-founders of the business uh toby was building a a a a snowboard business right snow devil i believe is what it was called and if you look at some of their um uh investor presentations like the they have these images of of a business and it's snow devil right so it's like the core like the founding how how this business that got started so anyway they were had the this Snow, this snow um, um, Board of Business, and they were trying to build an e-commerce platform for it, trying to build a website and all the tools and all the stuff. And apparently it was not a great process because there was not, you had to cobble together a bunch of stuff from different companies to like to do payments and to, to build the website. And if you wanted to like get your inventory online and do some automation and all that kind of stuff, it was just, it was really hard to do. There was nobody that just had a platform where you could just boom, do it. And, that's, and then Shopify was born. And then the next seven or eight years, and then the company, I guess you can even go, yeah, probably six or seven years, because I think it was founded in 2014, 2012. That's when it went public, 2014. Um, just, just an incredible run, right, of growth for the business. You're building a platform. It's cloud-based, software as a service. So you get like all of those high margin operating leverage benefits, And the thing they did really well, Jeff, was they were constantly listening to their merchants, which is their customers, adding features that they wanted, giving them more integration, like things like being able to integrate a physical retail with your e-commerce platform so it's all tied together. Your inventory is all in one place. It's easy to get reports. It's easy to follow the data. Uh, Things like ShopPay. So if you're a Shopify website, um, there's a little button. And, And if you've done business with Shopify somewhere else before, You can click on that shop, you know, shop pay thing, and you don't have to put your your information on that website. It just automatically carries it over. So, like all of those things that reduce friction for buyers and make it easier for merchants to compete against the Amazons and the Walmarts of the world. Such a great job of doing that. And then, late 2021, the reality is that, like so many other tech stocks, so many of these other growthy cloud based growth stocks. Shopify, just the stock was ahead of itself, right? In hindsight, it's easy to look back and say that. But there's another factor at play, Jeff, and that's the reality that Shopify has started to evolve and transform away from just that core high margin software as a service business that lives in the cloud that you can get incredible operating leverage and really, really high profit margins to a business that also is going to operate distribution centers, so you have to deploy a lot of capital to build them. You have to staff them. And those, those things are going to change the economic model of the business, right? And they're going to weigh on its return profile. And I think a lot of investors, number one, just question the viability. 1A, question their ability to execute on it. And then two, are trying to figure out what is the economic profile going to look like and what is the company going to be worth in 10 years,
1: so if i have my history right this is a similar transition that amazon made over the course of its history where it was it it started out doing the e-commerce piece that we all have become familiar with but over the past you know decade or two they've really built out the um distribution network and the and the fulfillment so that's how we can all get everything delivered to our house in one or two days and so if shopify is doing a similar shift or going through a similar shift do you feel that they have enough of a lead, kind of like Amazon did, to be able to get through that? Or do they run the risk of um, losing some ground to some other websites that are helping uh, shoppers as well? Like I know Wix and Squarespace do some similar things too. Like, is that a risk for them? Or do you think they had enough of a lead when they took this shift to kind of get through it?
0: So I, I think there's it's a little bit different situation for Shopify today than it was for Amazon. I mean, if we're, if we're honest, and we look at Amazon. It was always competing right because always competing when you're in retail you're always competing against whoever's selling the same good, whether they're selling it in the bookstore on the corner or it's Walmart in their books section or now it's Best Buy with Electra and all like all of the things that they have now they they were they were always competing against somebody, but they were competing with themselves more than anybody else to quickly like do a land grab right so the difference now is that everybody's doing this too, right? Walmart is doing a big e-commerce push. Target, you have Wayfair, right? You have a lot of other companies that either are trying to exist just on the internet or are trying to leverage their existing geographical footprint as a logistics advantage, right? So if you think about Walmart or, or, or even you know, Target too, and Home Depot, you're already within... 20 minutes of 80% of the U.S. population, right? You, all, you've already got, the, all you need is the last mile, right? If you're a small business that's a Shopify um, merchant and you're in Dubuque and you have a customer in Tennessee, Shopify still has to proliferate all of those logistics endpoints, right? So it's, it's very much swimming upstream against a lot of competition to do that. So I think that's different. And again, Amazon had to start deploying those physical locations from the beginning of its journey, right and for for shopify it's it started the other way around. It deployed the tech stack first, and now it's doing the physical thing. And then with Amazon, the tech stack is now Amazon Web Services, right, which is its high margin business that is its fastest growing part of the business, that is its growth driver today, right? So it's kind of almost like an inverted thing, thinking about those two businesses. How has it changed the way I think about it? This is one of my favorite companies, one of my favorite companies to follow. I think it's the most interesting. Consumer commerce is gigantic. And by and large, this is still mostly a US-based company. It does some business internationally, but still the bulk of its business is, is in the United States. And that means that there is a massive, long tailwind of growth for it. Because small and medium-sized businesses are always going to be a major source of this sort of commerce, and there really isn't anybody that's doing the full, the full kit, right, including the, the, the fulfillment and the logistics offerings for those small businesses. And I think if they can execute on it, if they can do it, the, the, the future is really, really bright for for shopify's shareholders it's just going to be a bumpy next couple of years until they prove to enough investors and enough of the market that they can do it that we see the company become a little bit more in favor we're here to ask the important questions we're going to give answers to but you need to answer those questions for yourselves nothing we said is investing advice people make your own decisions you can do it